Hey, Abby, remember when summer was fun? Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait, I don't think that was a fever dream. I think... No, that was pretty real. Yeah. Now is a fever dream. Something somewhere. Now that's a fever dream. (laughs) I think that was our best intro yet, personally. Oh, for sure was really well thought out mm-hmm. no it was very natural yeah we're cool podcasting like is about being authentic of course that's why we heavy <laughs> why do we have a podcast i don't know i was thinking about that during our last episode we were just recording i was like why do we think people care <laughs> I think we're so interesting. My parents care, and not many other people do, my but that's okay. My parents don't. They haven't listened to a they single episode. My parents will, like, ask me questions about the wow. episodes. Yeah. Tyler and Micah were over at my house the other day, and they were excited to see our whiteboard with our Hunger Game <laughs> tier list. Had they listened to the... Yeah, yeah, well, at first I thought they hadn't, because they were like, what's that? I was like, I can't believe you don't listen to the podcast. And then they were like, wait, is that from the Hunger Games episode? So oh maybe God. they do. Wow. We can Well, Tyler and Micah, help. if you're listening, this is a shout out to you mm-hmm. guys. You're pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we so- have four listeners total. <laughs> <laughs> and Delara. Yeah. Hey, Delara, you're probably listening. Yeah. You get really excited about I this. I don't listen to our episodes. I can't listen to to myself i usually listen to them back at least once before like uploading yeah, them that's smart because what if something's weird mm-hmm. like that one time one of our microphones was weird and like had this weird frequency it would like emit every time one of us would talk and i like went through all this effort of downloading different softwares to try to fix it and i never fully fixed it and i just released the episode cool. trying to remember, was that the cruise boys or was that it was one of the first ones. That's impressive that you went through that effort. I though. did. I had to, like, convert all the types of files wow. into, like, Microsoft things. And, like, I have a Mac. And it was just... It was really something. This is why you're a computer science major. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone in the world who has said they're surprised I'm doing computer science, which is just about everyone in the world, um, guys, you can be a creative person and still enjoy programming. Like, I have so much fun programming, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy, like, literature. Like, Mm -hmm. you can do both. Creativity and STEM subjects are not exclusive. Yeah, especially, like, something like computer science where a big portion of that is programming. And programming in general is a very creative field. Yeah. And it's a lot about like figuring out how to make things work the most yeah. efficient way. I feel like that is tailored for creative minds and it's all about like communication. So true. Anyway, Wait, this episode Rachel, is about I, summer. I, I have a really good transition. <laughs> oh, okay, here. go ahead. You said tailored, and that's like Taylor from Swift. the oh, oh, I was going to say <laughs> from the summer I turned pretty. guys this is about summer yeah this is our summer episode just all things related to summer can you tell we don't plan our episodes hey i have a notes app thing open right now wow um yeah i feel like i like having a mixture of like the episodes where we tell pre-planned stories Mm -hmm. and the ones where we just talk about things. yeah there's a little something for everyone yeah 
everyone being our four listeners. (laughs) And we're still, I mean, we're still, like, getting the podcast going. We're figuring out our creative voice. For real. Yeah. Cool. What's our first summer subject? Um, The first thing I wrote down is the summer I turned pretty. I know you want to do, like, probably a full episode on that at some point, but we can talk a little about it now. Um, Season two is coming out July 14th. Oh, for those who don't know, it's a series on... It's on Amazon Prime? Yeah. That it's based Which on... sort of random. ...books by Jenny Han. Sorry, I just got an email. A little <laughs> notification sound. <laughs> I should probably silence those, but it's fine. Um, yeah. yeah. Season one came out last year. Mm-hmm. Season two's coming out. Yeah. Season one was so good. Actually, so, like, I watched it back um, just the other day. In two days, I binge watched it binged binge yeah watched it i try okay i can okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um i watched it with a friend why is your foot on two expo markers (laughs) because i need to fidget i I just looked down and saw abby's (laughs) naked dog on the floor rolling around two expo markers because i was fidgeting with um a hair clip but then i was too close to the mic i didn't want to mess stuff up fine rachel i'll sit perfectly no, it's fine. still no you can do that i just just caught off guard <laughs> um the summer i turned pretty um so i watched it back with a friend and i like i was really building up i was like this is so good then as we were watching it some parts were cringier than I remembered but then like some parts still were so good it's just such a good like summer vibe I don't remember ever thinking it was good while I was watching it but I remember enjoying it Mm -hmm. and thinking the soundtrack was good they picked a lot of good songs like I would get really excited over Mm -hmm. different things um maybe we can start out with my impressions of it because I'll have fewer than you because I don't really remember um much about it i remember my main takeaway from it was i thought it was so weird how many adults were commenting on this girl's boobs yeah like the whole like premise at the beginning is like this girl like hit like some sort of like puberty growth spurt like thing where like she went from being like an awkward Mm -hmm. teen to like being pretty and having boobs and just all the adults were just constantly commenting on her boobs and i was like this is so odd that they're all like looking yeah and also it's a weird message being like like it wasn't like she was horribly ugly in like the before no she wasn't and like they're also she's supposed to be 15 in this she turned 16 in it which i didn't even remember yeah so that's inappropriate how they're talking about and it's also like like i think she's 19 in real life or was when the Mm. first season was filmed and like so she doesn't look 15 to yeah. tell 15 year olds that's what they should look like like the whole great. the concept is <clears throat> odd it just feels very like wattpad like somebody like mm-hmm. this is like a fantasy someone has like yeah that you suddenly have this summer glow up and then like everybody wants mm-hmm. you like no. i feel like that's just a fantasy that like it's enjoyable yeah. to watch i remember last summer i like couldn't watch too many episodes in a row because i was also like depressed then yeah but i was like they're saying this girl's like 15 she's having this like wild summer and going to all these parties and 
has all these guys chasing after her and I was like this isn't what my summer is and it's me like it wasn't like I never thought that was reality but it was just sort of I ended up feeling weird sometimes yeah I completely get that a lot of a lot of media about like teen life is so unrealistic to like how it actually Mm -hmm. is and i'm sure there are some people who are rich and like live in this house all summer and go to parties but that's not the reality for most people Mm -hmm. and so like it can be fun to watch but sometimes i also need to do a reality check yeah be like just because i'm not living in a beach house this summer and having all the boys pining over (laughs) me doesn't mean i can't like enjoy my time yeah um and then the other main takeaway i had was just the whole like are you team conrad or team jeremiah at first i was like i'm team neither of them i don't care um but then i did start to care because i just thought it was really unfair that jeremiah yeah. like spoilers ahead yeah say. spoilers ahead sorry but guys. this this is like a year old get yeah over it, um that <laughs> jeremiah only expressed like interest mm-hmm. in belly after his brother did yeah just because he like didn't want his brother to win but he made it out like he's like well i've always been in love with her it's like mm-hmm. well then why didn't you say anything it's also really weird there's like a whole episode where he's just trying to get in between belly and conrad like it isn't like like, the way he's messing with them and, like, manipulating them, like, is really weird. Yeah. He also, like, shoots a firework at them, sort of, which is sort of strange. I forgot that happened. <clears throat> yeah, so if you didn't get it, I'm Team Conrad, mostly yeah. just because Jeremiah was, like, weird and competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not what that's supposed to be, but Conrad has his own issues, too. Conrad's so moody the whole time. It's so funny. The one episode, he's, like, mildly happy. Everybody's like, Conrad, like, what's happening? Why yeah. are you happy? <laughs> he's, like so moody yeah. and like i kind of love that for him like it's, yeah at first i just laughed at him yeah it's also valid like with what he's going through yeah i don't remember what he was going through well his mom has cancer <laughs> <laughs> i forgot that sorry that's not funny i just like forgot i might have just I, like, blown into the microphone i'm sorry there. um but yeah his mom has cancer oh was she like trying to hide it she and he, like found out like the yeah. debutante ball no jeremiah finds out that, oh. which also it gets so oh, so he already knew but jeremiah didn't know yeah he figured it out his mom didn't oh. know he knew so this whole time like you just like once you realize he knows like i felt so bad for him because again he's supposed to be like this child who's trying to deal with all of this his mom hasn't told him and like the moms are off like getting high and drunk all this time which is a whole other thing but then yeah and jeremiah finds out at the ball which gets weird because that's when like he abandons belly for some dance and like conrad swoops in and saves the day and dances with her which is like it was just a weird moment because like conrad dancing was romantic but then i was like we can't really blame jeremiah <laughs> for not being here because his mom has cancer yeah yeah oh, i forgot all- i guess i forgot basically the whole plot of it mm. yeah. well the like cancer is sort of just in the background until all of a sudden it isn't in like yeah. the last five minutes of the last episode <laughs> it's like a big deal a roller coaster yeah 
Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add about the summer return pretty? Any predictions um, for season two? Trying to think. I'm just so sad because Shayla, Stephen, Stephen Belly's brother, who Stephen is such a great character, um, but Shayla, who he was dating, isn't in season two, which I think is so sad because she was wonderful. I'm sure she was. Yeah. Cam Cameron's coming back, which is interesting because... I mean, he was in the second book. I just don't know what they're going to have him do. Because they can't have him be a love interest for Belly again. Like, been there, done that. I don't know. Maybe a love interest for Steven. Whoa. For Jeremiah. Jeremiah's bi. Right. Whoa, that would be good. The second I saw Jeremiah, I was like, he's too pretty to be straight. And I said that song, they were like, oh, he's bi. And I was like, oh, work. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, one of the other girls doing the dead ball in the show, um, in the show is gay and, like, has her girlfriend as mm-hmm. her escort. And, which is awesome. Great representation. But it was just um, funny when, like, like, during the dead ball scenes and they'd, like, pan to, like, Belly, like a few characters we know and then if it was ever like not the main characters it was her and her girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't a problem it was that's just funny. funny yeah yeah that's the summer i turned pretty that is not what our summers are gonna look like no i don't but have... you know what our summer is gonna look like what? shakespeare in the park so true did i send you the photos that were released of it i don't think so we day? might have it like looked interesting like it wasn't just like traditional Shakespeare which I mean I don't know like what they normally do yeah well Abby and I are spending a little bit of time in New York City this summer just Mm -hmm. a little and we are hoping to get to see Hamlet in Shakespeare in the Park because we're AP lit nerds and I (laughs) just can't wait to see what they do with it because it's so interesting to me how Hamlet like has to be cut down for like live productions Mm -hmm. because of how long it is but if you cut out any part like it doesn't really make a lot of sense and i'm just so i'm so curious to see what decisions are made they could cut out the part where hamlet's just like lecturing about how how to to act act. (laughs) he's like this is how actors need to act (laughs) i was thinking that they would never do it because it's so iconic but the to be or not to be speech is like the only thing that like doesn't actually further (laughs) the plot at all (laughs) well rachel so much of it you can just I loved when we were reading it, like, we'd get to parts. Our teacher would be like, yeah, like, every production just gets to decide about this But it was always thing. so major. Like, like, we'd be like, oh, so is the army, like, attacking them? And she's like, well, every production decides that if the army's attacking <laughs> and invading or not. We're like, what? Yeah. We're like, oh, so, like, Gertrude, she knows, like, she was in on it. And she's like, well, actually, that's a decision made by the production. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> key parts of the story that were sort of unclear yeah so hamlet should actually be made longer i agree (laughs) i feel like we need a little more fortinbras time Mm -hmm. because (laughs) him just like coming at the end and being like this is mine now (laughs) like i want to i want to know more about him yeah i don't know if we're supposed to were we supposed to be happy about that or like have feelings he just sort of like showed up. I think we were just supposed to still be sad about Hamlet mm. and every single other character because they all died. Yeah, except for the one. Yeah, Horatio. Horatio. 
Horatio should have been king. And then who was the nice guy who, like... Yeah, that's Horatio. He was the, ni- yeah. the nice one where he was going to, like, drink the poison. And then he like, guys, spoilers yeah. for Hamlet. <laughs> he was going to drink the poison. It, it recently then, came out. But, like, <laughs> Hamlet was like, no, like, you have to stay alive. It's like, yeah. tell the tale. What a bromance. I want more Ophelia. Like, I just want to get to know her. So true. Apparently... I might be getting this fact wrong, but when I was watching 10 Things I Hate About You with my dad the other day, <gasps> this is a good we were talking about Julia Stiles, who plays Kat Stratford, my favorite character of anything ever, mm. and he was like, oh, like, she was Ophelia in a production of Hamlet, and that might not be true, and I might actually be missing, like, 20 different conversations Whoa. together, but I'm going to do a quick little Google to see if I just yeah. made that up, because wouldn't that be something? I'm going to, because we were also talking about different versions of Hamlet not that long ago, because mm-hmm. I was talking about um, Gilderoy Lockhart, and my dad goes, well, he's more well known for his Shakespeare stuff, <laughs> and he's like, but then again, I don't know his actual name. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's more to say about Hamlet. I don't know. Yes, Julia Stiles was Ophelia Whoa. in the version where Ethan Hawke was Hamlet. Ethan Hawke? Wait, who's Ethan Hawke? Is he... Father of Maya Hawke? Wait. Oh my god, the dad from Diary of a Wimpy Kid is Rosencrantz? (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait, I want to make sure that's the right No, Ethan Hawke was in a Marvel thing. Oh, okay. Well... That's the difference. My mom, we were talking about this, and we were like Ethan Hawke. My mom goes, "Is that the skateboarder?" <laughs> no, mom, that's no. Tony Hawk. Um, this is such an interesting cast. I can't believe they have the dad from <laughs> from Diary of a Wimpy Kid playing Rosencrantz. Yeah. The ghost. Wait, what production was this? It's a movie. Oh, the Ethan Hawke version. Wait, can we watch this? Oh. <gasps> This is the version I think my cousin watched in her... I think she read it in her AP Lang class. They watched that version instead of the version we watched. Mm-hmm. That is all of it. Oh, it has a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 1 out of 5 on Common oh, Sense Media. I'm intrigued now. Me too. Oh, it's a modern retelling. What's it called? Hamlet. Hamlet. <laughs> Look up, like, Hamlet 2000. Wow, guys, this is not where I expected this podcast yeah. episode to go, but... I Whoa, this is quite the movie Bill poster. Murray is Polonius. Yeah, that... <laughs> I'm really intrigued. What is happening? I'm... <laughs> they should have cast you as the ghost, even though you weren't so born true. yet. That was your that role. That would be why I was especially spooky. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a modern retelling of the classic tale of a young filmmaker. F- oh, filmmaker spelled wrong here. That's oh, it says filmmaker. Filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, the same Wikipedia thing. In New York City, Ethan Hawke, struggling with the weight of a production company called Denmark Corporations, following the, the death of his father, including dealing with those who would deprive him of his crown. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> that sounds so funny. I'm sad that Julia Stiles wasn't in, like, a better version. Like an actual <laughs> yeah. version of Hamlet? She would kill it. Yeah, she's great. Um, Summer. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what else did I write down? Oh, 
Cruel Summer. Cruel Taylor Summer. Swift is releasing Cruel Summer as a single. When did Lover come out? How many years yeah, ago? Like, this is fascinating. So what does... I, you, I don't know if you know more than me because I don't fully get this and what means. I saw a TikTok that was like, this means like Lover could finally have a number one single because right. apparently it never did. Yeah, because the singles off Lover were yeah. kind of not good picks. And I saw a TikTok that said that was like it's rumored that a deluxe edition of Lover is being released on Friday. Huh? Well, I mean, by the time this episode's out, I guess we'll know. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't know if that's true. I haven't I heard about like it. I actually really haven't isn't. looked that much into this. But all I know is. I was never that big of a fan of Lover until I listened to Cruel Summer, mm-hmm. and I was actually, <laughs> I became a Cruel Summer fan because of a video of Olivia Rodrigo covering it that, Valid. like, it went viral a little bit because I guess Taylor had, like, seen it and commented on it, mm-hmm. um, and then I got into the album more because of that song, and I was always like, I don't know why this isn't a single. I think yeah. that's, like... A common experience everyone's like why didn't they pick cruel summer to be mm-hmm. single and it's like very interesting to do that now like, yeah so many years after the album came out but it's gonna make her money mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure that's what it's about yeah like it, like taylor's like is this just a marketing like, like yeah thing? probably but i think we're getting a music video mm-hmm. so that's exciting yeah yeah, and if it's a single, that means they'll probably play it on the radio, yeah. which I don't listen to the radio, but it's good for the other people whose yeah. ears will be blessed. So true. Yeah. My mom and I had a conversation the other day about Taylor Swift, and I don't know why my voice, like, sounds weird right now. <laughs> I don't know if it does. <clears throat> Only a um, little. But about Taylor Swift and, like her being marketed as very relatable but how she like isn't relatable at all she's rich but then also I didn't agree with what all of my mom was saying because my mom was like yeah like people think like Taylor like they consider like Taylor Swift a friend I was like that isn't just Taylor Swift like people do that with that's a lot of other artists big artists yeah we always talk about Joshua Bassett Joshua Bassett is that's insane like his fans are like we have an inside him. joke yeah it's like no you don't you've never yeah. spoken to him yeah but he always looks at me during this lyric <laughs> in the song so I'm just, I, yeah yeah parasocial relationships are wild mm-hmm. but yeah. taylor i will say that in a lot of ways she is relatable but if you do mm-hmm. like think about her status yeah. as like one of the wealthiest human beings like on earth basically and that doesn't mean necessarily that she's like it doesn't mean like she's corrupt and horrible and like it's terrible it just like like keep that perspective yeah exactly it (laughs) this conversation kind of reminds me of a Bo Burnham song um called pandering where he talks about how like popular country music is so funny because it's these like it's like these millionaires (laughs) that are like pretending that they like lived an honest life like working on the Mm -hmm. farm and like the tractor (laughs) and like their jeans and their cold beer and it's and it's like this person does not live 
on the little farm. They don't mm-hmm. have that honest life. No. And, like, it's just funny. Yeah. And I don't think Taylor Swift is like that. But yeah, I do think that she is not as relatable as yeah. we might think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, the next thing I wrote down was summer squash, because I was just thinking of things related to summer. Um, personally, I don't really like squash. I don't like the texture or the flavor. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on summer squash. I'm trying to think if I've ever had summer squash. I'm not a big squash person in general normally. I like zucchini. I don't really like, I mean, I'll eat zucchini, but it's not my favorite. I like grilled zucchini if it's Mm. done well. Um... Yeah, I'll I'll get back to you about summer squash. Okay, that was a quick, easy one. The next thing I wrote down is tanning, because I would just like to take a moment to talk about how sort of bizarre it is <laughs> yeah. that as a culture, like at least like where we live, like on the East Coast and the U.S., like it's this big thing about how you have to get your summer mm-hmm. tan, and... It's just so confusing to me because I have friends who are, for example, like South Asian and their parents tell them they can't be in the sun too long because they don't want to get too dark because colorism. Mm -hmm. And there's like one of my friends was recently in South Korea and she's like, yeah, they like sell all these like facial like bleaching products to like make your skin lighter. And I'm like, how... how bizarre is it that we're just so fixated on all these different ways of changing our skin tones and i've bought into it i want to get a summer tan now mostly not because like i think i'm ugly without it but i just like i like the vibe of like oh i look like sun-kissed and that's and that's just like what everyone's telling you constantly like telling that's what we're being told constantly is like that's pretty and then I get, like, shamed for wanting that because, like, I have very yeah. pale skin that doesn't tan easily. So, sometimes I'm sunbathing in my backyard and I don't, I'm not trying to, like, turn into, like, a chicken nugget. <laughs> like, I don't know. But my family's like, are you really doing this again? Like, you, you know, you're not going to tan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just let me be. But also, like, I get why yeah. they react that way because it's weird that I would feel like I need mm-hmm. to tan, but I'm not doing it for anyone else. I just, I yeah. kind of want to try. Yeah. It's also like, I don't want to mess up my skin. Oh yeah. I wear so much sunscreen. Yeah, Guys, the sun is dangerous. Mm-hmm. The sun is a deadly laser. Like UV <laughs> rays are no joke. You should be wearing sunscreen every day. Just gonna put that out yeah, there. I should wear sunscreen much more than I should or do. <laughs> and then yeah. there's also fake tanning, which I guess has always been a thing, but it's been just, I feel like, even more prominent recently, especially because mm-hmm. we're like the age of people who go to prom and yeah. everybody gets their like spray tans before prom or they do like self tanner. And I mean, sometimes it looks great, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's just really unfortunate and unnatural looking. Yeah. And but then. At the same time, I'm like, do I look bad that I didn't get a fake tan? Yeah. And I don't want to, like, shame people for making the decision to get a fake tan because no. that's your decision if that's how you wanted to look. Mm-hmm. But it's just bizarre that I'm like, am I too pale? Should I have, like, done something about this? But, like, I don't want to be, yeah. like, streaky. Yeah. I would look silly with a spray tan. Yeah. I would look orange. Yeah. And... I don't know if people are doing it for themselves or if they're doing it because they feel like they have to because people are like, oh, well, like, I have a neon dress. Like, I have to get a tan. I'm like, I, okay. (laughs) 
I don't know. I got a dress yeah. that I liked on my skin tone. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. But yeah, I don't want this to sound like I'm like no, bashing on girls who do fake tans. No, it's just an no, no. unfortunate like trend. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's bizarre. Beauty expectations, like societal beauty norms are They're just bizarre. weird all the time. Like I don't even know what to do about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Tanning weird. Let's start a revolution. Um, everybody should paint themselves purple. I think everyone should just wear the appropriate amount of sunscreen and let tans happen if they do and if they don't that's okay as well because not to like go deep into like childhood trauma but like (laughs) like my whole life people have commented on how pale Mm -hmm. I am because I am and it was never really a positive thing like it always felt like people like thought it was funny I remember one encounter like with my girlfriend Emma she just said oh yeah i was showing my friend a picture of you and they're like wow she's really pale i'm like why is that the first thing you say comment on people i'm like i'm fully aware that being a very clearly white person works to my advantage in so many ways in the society we live in but it's just so bizarre that people feel the need to comment on no matter what anyone looks like and then when i used to get upset about that people would be like well, you should go to some places in Asia because they would love how white you are. And, like, that doesn't solve my problem. <laughs> oh, hi, dragon. Aww. My cat is here. And it's just the way that we deal with skin color. Like, I'm not even going to go too much into race right now, even though I have, like, thoughts on, like, the way we view race, considering yeah. it's a construct that we've made up and not a scientifically backed thing. Um, but the way that we view skin color is just so bizarre and unhealthy yeah so i think i just changed the world actually with our little podcast i think i just started a revolution Um, good job colorism no longer exists (laughs) oh is dragon gonna talk yeah dragon say hi (laughs) she's rubbing against the microphone dragon say hi i keep expecting her to she's a very meowy cat yeah but not when you want her to. No. I still, I think she will. Oh, she's purring. <laughs> Dragon, you have to go, the microphone's directional. You have to be, oh, thank you. <laughs> I hope this is being picked up. Some ASMR. Imagine <laughs> it's just silent. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I keep like thinking she's about to, because she like, goes right up to it. Like, she's about to talk. <laughs> Um, now she's going to eat my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I wrote down, a summer phenomenon, family vacations. Hi, dragon. <laughs> I, she's in my face. Do you like that? That is my microphone. <laughs> Don't knock it over. Rachel, I'm wondering. I really do think this is our best episode. I'm wondering ever. if I should edit this out. No, this is good to keep because I feel like it's a lot less interesting without the visual of Dragon <laughs> knocking over my microphone. But I mean, guess just like use your imagination. Mm-hmm. So family vacations. Family vacations are just such an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't want to speak poorly of my family or my experiences mostly because my family listens to this podcast but also because i have a good relationship Mm -hmm. with my family but 
there's just always such odd drama and I feel like sometimes I'm like do I even know my family members because (laughs) we'll like go out to dinner and like suddenly it's super awkward I don't know if you've ever experienced that like suddenly I'm like do I like know these people like I don't know how to talk to them (laughs) I don't know how Mm -hmm. um and then there's always like the pressure to have fun yeah like (laughs) my parents will be like are you having fun like yes i've been told before that i wasn't having enough fun um i make fun of my mom a lot for that though we were just having (laughs) a rough day you know when you're like in japan and super jet lagged and like lost like Mm -hmm. something has come out of your mouth yeah it's also also just with traveling um like the actual traveling part of it i always find interesting like how everyone in my family reacts differently yeah like my parents will get really stressed (laughs) and i'm i'm normally the one stressed about stuff but i don't get stressed about travel like if we're running a little late packing or like a little late to the airport because we build in time to make sure we won't be late so like i'm not stressed i'm like it's all going to turn out okay we're like yeah but my parents will get more stressed than i do I just think it's funny to see my family in the airport. <laughs> like, Kevin going through security is so <laughs> funny. There was just this one time where his belt buckle was setting off the, like, <laughs> the, the like metal detector or whatever that you have to walk through. And he didn't want to take his belt off because he was like, I don't want my pants to fall down. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Kevin. But then he had to get, like, padded down and stuff. Because wow. <laughs> of his just, like, he had this massive belt buckle. That's wow it was from like a boy scout ranch or something it was like paraphernalia like i don't know but just seeing or like being on like the airplane and like when they like Mm -hmm. come around and like ask what you want for a drink and seeing my parents be like do you have seltzer like just something about it is so funny i when i went to disney last year um to i met up with my cousin and uncle there but Mm -hmm. i traveled with my grandma and that that was just like a wild experience plus my grandma has diabetes so like my parents were like if your grandma's blood sugar is low you need to like get her stuff or she'll like have a medical emergency so it's just a whole other layer (laughs) yeah i feel like seeing my family out of their natural habitat is so odd and i don't feel that way about like a lot of other people like we talk about our galapagos trip and like in some ways i was like oh i'm seeing these people outside of school this is weird but like seeing you there i was like no this is normal yeah they're like it was it was more just like talking to people on the galapagos trip was the weird thing it wasn't like like seeing them in the airport yeah but for my family seeing them in the airport (laughs) is so funny to me i don't know yeah (laughs) <laughs> okay that's all i really had to say summer family vacations um the next thing i wrote down is hot girl summer just because i think it's a funny phenomenon we yeah. it's just like i think i've called every single thing on this list a phenomenon i need to stop i guess that's like my go-to word today no that's a good word um but hot girl summer i just think it's a funny little trend that we put together as society mm-hmm. to be like we're gonna hoe around and yeah and i always like to say i'm having my hot girl summer but like last summer and this summer like i have a girlfriend you can't apparently it doesn't count as a hot girl summer if you're like in a relationship there are rules that's like you're tied down i don't know but i just think the concept is amusing and i like the vibes Mm -hmm. of it 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then there will also be, like, on TikTok and stuff, people being like, we're exercising this summer and, like, getting in shape. And that's... That's not the vibes. No. A lot of the time, it's with good intentions. It's like, oh, let's be healthy. But you don't need to look a certain way to enjoy summer. And exercising and eating a certain way with the intention of changing the way your body Mm -hmm. looks isn't a very healthy outlook to have. Like, TikTok's being like, here's, like, how I'm doing my summer glow up. It Like, I don't have any problem with that person doing what works for them, but when you, like see enough things like that it's like oh if i don't do this then like Mm. i'm not gonna look good especially with somebody who has a brain that fixates very easily on different things i've had so many eras of my life where i've tried to glow up different parts Mm -hmm. of my appearance and it starts out harmless but yeah in some ways and for some people it's not harmless and it can be like really detrimental to your self-esteem and even to your actual Mm -hmm. health um, so next time you see a video that says, like, abs exercises, I'm doing so I can wear a bikini yeah. this summer. Remember that every body is a bikini body if Facts. you put a bikini on it. And also, just don't comment on people's bodies. Yeah. Um, you're gonna see, if you go to the beach this summer, you'll see birthmarks and scars and mm-hmm. cellulite and everything and more. And it's just easier for everyone if you just don't comment. Yeah. Everybody should just live their best life. Do what works for you. Yep. Abby, we're just, like, changing the world right now with our podcast. Nobody's ever had these ideas before. No, we're the first. We're (laughs) revolutionaries. But, yeah, have your hot girl summer, but don't feel like that has to look a specific way. Like, for me, my hot girl summer this year, even though apparently I'm not allowed to have one because I have a girlfriend, Mm -hmm. is I am in my Kat Stratford era. I feel like I have been. Funny funny little story i have this theory that ever since i first watched 10 things i hate about you i've been subconsciously changing myself to be more like cat wow it's like girl meets world oh my god (laughs) when maya turned herself into riley guys if you know not what happened if you know that plot point you know how angry we are about that yeah but i just realized like she has like natural wavy hair and like i finally stopped straightening my hair and started wearing it like natural and wavy and it's like kind of similar and I, like, started reading, like, feminist literature and stuff, but that was more because I was trying to be Maeve Wiley from Sex Education. And, like, I'm fully aware that, like, I was at first doing it because I thought it was a cool aesthetic, but then I actually enjoyed it. Mm. Like, I didn't just buy the bell jar because I was like, I want to read something depressing. I was like, oh, Maeve Wiley read this. <laughs> but then I was reading it, I was like, wait, this is great. Yeah. Um. So my hot girl summer is going to be all the Cat Stratford vibes and just being, like not caring yeah. like not caring about and what people expect from Kat you stratford is awesome yeah everyone should change she's all about like not worrying about what people expect from you yeah. and like doing things for other people which obviously don't be like selfish but yeah. you can do things for yourself yeah it's not selfish to do things for yourself sometimes so true we're so smart. Yeah, we're so deep. <laughs> this is like half like a self-help podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, summer. Phineas and Ferb. I just wrote Phineas and Ferb because that's a very summer show. And it reminds me that I have this tradition that I have done for years. <laughs> Where on the last like night of summer before school starts, I would always listen to this song. I think it was from the Phineas and Ferb movie. 
Like, there, it was from some movie where they, like, went to this, like, alternate dimension where yeah, they, like, didn't yeah, have yeah. summer, and they, like, sang a song about how great summer is, and I would, like, I listen to that song wow. every year. That's such a good tradition. Because when I think summer, I think, summer, because, like, that's how the song goes, <laughs> and that's why I wrote down Phineas and Ferb, because that, like, popped mm-hmm. into my head. Are you going to do it before you leave for college? I have to. Yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on Phineas and Ferb to um, I love Phineas and Ferb. Mm. I didn't discover it until I was, like, getting older for Disney Channel. So Mm. I, like, didn't fully get to experience it. But, like, Seth would watch it, and then I'd watch it. I'd be like, Seth's watching it, so I guess I'll watch it. But I loved it. (laughs) I watched it, like, all throughout my childhood, and it was one of the shows that my parents actually liked. A lot of the shows I watched, they would, like, find annoying, Mm -hmm. but... Phineas and Ferb is great. It's a well-done show. It really is. And the soundtrack is so good. I never, um, I, I don't remember the song Give Up from my childhood. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, it's been, like, on TikTok and stuff. And I keep hearing people quote it, like, part where she's like, I forgot the Alamo. And why is <laughs> yeah. that song so good? Like, the writing is just so smart that you, like, go back mm-hmm. Like, there are certain songs I used to sing when I was little, and now I, like, remember the lyrics. I'm like, oh my god, that's so clever, yeah. and I didn't know that at the time. I want to do a full episode sometime on how Disney Channel isn't as good as it used to be, but <laughs> I won't go into that now. I feel like everybody always said, like, the millennial, no. they were like, you guys don't even know Lizzie McGuire. Okay, no, but, like, like... I'm right. Like I don't even know what's on Disney Channel now. I've said to my parents that and they're like, That's just because you've gotten older. But like like I could watch an episode of Live and Maddie now and like yeah, yeah, I'm like old for it, but like it's still fun. It's still good. Bunked here, this is related to summer. Bunked, it's the show about <laughs> like sleepaway camp first season, like wasn't like life changing, but it was good it was solid and then like the set I don't remember what season it was but there was one season like I wasn't even watching Disney Channel at this point but I was like oh I watched the show I want to like see what's happening with it now and it just like the first season was very grounded in like camp and it felt fun and summery and then like the third season they had built these like really fancy cabins and like the <laughs> camp was being run by children and like it I just did not get it was like objectively it. like a bad show that's so unfortunate yeah yeah talk about unrealistic summer expectations Phineas and Ferb really had me thinking I would be building roller coasters in my backyard so over true. the summer I aspire to like put that much value into each day of summer like that's mm-hmm. actually that's my hot girl summer goal is to yeah. be like phineas and ferb not like inventing <laughs> things phineas because and ferb summer. yes summer. hot phineas and ferb summer just i don't see myself inventing things but i do see myself like taking advantage of each day and like doing what i can yeah i want to like do stuff more i <laughs> like when i was a kid like going to summer camp and like playing in my backyard and like there were new and exciting things and now I feel like it just isn't the same agreed although this summer I'm kind of like booked and blessed Mm -hmm. like I have a lot of different little 
trips and excursions I'm going on, which is very exciting. No, I'm pumped about, like, my vacation. Some stuff's yeah. great, but then some days just... I mean, last week... Oh, I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Last week, I got my wisdom teeth out, and the whole week was, like, torture for me. <laughs> and I feel, like, such a baby for how I reacted, because a lot of people are like, oh, it's, like, really not that bad. But they did tell me that apparently I have a very small mouth and they were like, your recovery is not going to be great. Like, make sure you have a lot of time to rest. And I was like, okay. And it was just really miserable. And I couldn't, like, exercise, which when I'm, like, really not feeling it, usually it means I need to move my body. Mm -hmm. But, like, I couldn't. And I also, like, couldn't eat food. And I just the fact that. Like, before we did the surgery, obviously, my mom was like, what kind of mushy foods do you like? What can we get that you'll be able to eat? And I picked out stuff that I like, but the second that was all I could eat, like, it made me yeah. so nauseous to, like, think about eating it. It was it was just, I was going to say a swear word, but I don't think we swear on this, do we? I don't know. Um, It was just a poop show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Great. <laughs> yeah. Um... So that was yeah. a rough summer experience for me, wishing yeah. I could take a little more advantage. But also, I always need a break and I need to mm-hmm. relax, but then I feel guilty for doing it. Yeah. But that's just capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's also just, like, going back to the idea of, like, summer expectations. Like, there will be days I'm at home and I'm relaxing and it's good because I need rest. But I'll, like, be on Instagram and see all these people, like on tropical islands and always bikinis i'm like wow my life's the worst <laughs> <laughs> and again like it's such a privileged standpoint yeah. because like we are able to relax mm-hmm. over the summer and like you work a job like throughout the year and like you still work in the summer mm-hmm. and, like i my parents are like oh you should get a summer job but like i don't have one and that's okay because like my family's financially mm-hmm. stable and i can just like sit yeah. on my butt and do nothing I feel like that's just important yeah. to note. But but um, also, it yeah. Yeah. And when I'm, like, see stuff, it's not like I'm like, oh, like, I should be on a tropical island. I, like, I don't know. I blame myself for yeah. something. I can't, I don't know what. I'm like, why but, am I not making better use yeah. of my time? Yeah. But relaxing Fun is stuff. important so true um okay we're at a good episode length awesome um, oh i thought of a song i can talk about go for so, it so um i can't remember if i've ever talked about this band but there's this band called joseph and i had never heard of them but they opened for the shins when i saw them last summer and they were really talented and i was obsessed and they pretty recently came out with an album called The Sun, and the title track, The Sun, has been, I've just been obsessed with it recently. Mm -hmm. Mostly the lyrics. I just think it's a very good, like, empowering song, and the sun is, like, a summer thing, so. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. Summer. Summer. Um, well, I recently, I've made a summer-era playlist for myself, Mm. because I was like, I need to listen to different music like I love my sad depressing music but I was like I need something different in my life right now like this isn't good for me anymore um so I'd highly recommend that everyone trying to think what song is good um I have some songs from lover on there 
I think he knows. Like, I really got mm. into after it was one of our Taylor Swift concert surprise songs. Yeah, I had never paid enough attention to that yeah. song until we had it as a surprise song. It's such just a cute, fun song. Mm-hmm. I have some Ariana Grande on here, which I never listened That's to her music much. But, like, I like the vibes. Um, but then, I don't know. Do you have any solar power? Yeah. I love Solar Power. I will never stop talking about how much mm-hmm. I love it. I don't care that everyone says that it's Lord's worst album. No, you're it's just so upset good. that she's happy and experimenting. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one song in particular, I guess, but I'd highly recommend making like happy summery vibes playlist. And I found some new artists because like I'd put songs and I'd look in recommended songs and like different suggested playlists came up and i chose songs from there that is the best way to do it i appreciate online algorithms that give me yeah this like i wouldn't listen to a lot of the people i do if it hadn't been for that yay technology happy summer everyone i would like to end this episode with another reminder to wear sunscreen Mm -hmm. um and drink water and I didn't talk about that, but so it's so true. easy to get dehydrated when it's hot out. So make sure you're fueling your body with the proper things so that you can have your hot Phineas and Ferb girl mm-hmm. summer. Yeah. Do what works for you. Phineas and Ferb were just themselves. They didn't care about what other people thought. Same with Kat Stratford. Yeah. So maybe don't be like me and try to copy her life. <laughs> but <laughs> no, actually, everyone should. We should all just be clones. Channel her. her energy of doing what you want to do. Wow, this is good vibes. It's like summer. Summer. My God, it's like summer, like the song from Dance Moms. Have you, Brooke wrote a song. It was like, it's like summer. I don't know. I, or I'm no, sorry. No, I'm like, oh my God, this is wrong. Not Brooke wrote date. summer love song. It's like summer was the Lux song that they were in the music video for. Sorry, guys. This was all like first season, like second season. Okay. I'll... I'll do my research. Sorry, guys. That was also, not necessary. Also, everyone watch Teen Beach Movie because that is a mm. wonderful summer movie. Yes. And Ross Lynch. Love yeah. that man. Okay. I've been listening to music from his band and it's like- The Driver such- Era? Yeah. You should talk to Lauren about that because she loves them. She's That's seen love. their concert like twice. She met I, them. Oh, oh my God. I've been like, I so want to see them. They're going to be- in France the week before I'm there. (laughs) My life is so rough. (laughs) (laughs) No, Lauren and Anna like met them and took pictures with them and they like did a plie together because they said they were dancers and it was like they bonded. Whoa. Isn't that great? Yeah. I need to talk to Lauren now. Yeah, I love that. And I love that like the whole rest of the Teen Beach movie cast turned out to be like super gay. Yeah. They're all living their best lives. They are. Have your Teen Beach movie summer. (laughs) We're gonna keep rambling if we don't cut this off. So just Live your best life. Bye. Bye.